Stuart Buchanan, and you're listening to Out From Under, a weekly programme investigating experimental music making in Australia, broadcast on Resonance Extra and podcast by FBI Radio in Sydney. If you've been listening to the programme over the last few episodes, and if you haven't, you can find them all on iTunes, you might notice a theme emerging around what does or doesn't constitute experimental music, and my own response to that, which is that It's a very wide church that can and should accommodate many different approaches to experimenting with form. One fertile ground through which to investigate this further is in the field of black metal, which in turn begat doom metal, drone metal and even bleak metal. Those dark Stygian spaces where some may fear to tread, but the brave are actually well rewarded. At the fringes of those metal worlds you'll find explorers who are in fact mapping the same terrain as those who might be working in genres such as dark ambient or noise or drone or industrial. They're heading for the same zone, they're just approaching from different vectors. And it's that theory that I'm testing out in this episode of Out From Under, and the subject is a highly appropriate one, someone who has deliberately traversed from one region to the other. For six years, Nathan Jenkins was part of Australian metal band The Amenta, who formed in 1997 as Crucible of Agony. Under the name Endron, Nathan played bass for the band, who were crowned Best Metal Newcomers by esteemed metal publication Kerrang! in 2004, and were once dubbed Australia's Most Mercurial Extreme Music Band. But despite pounding the live metal circuit for years, the Amenta were known for their experimentation and refusal to fully commit to any sense of what a metal band should be. As we'll discover in this episode, it was only by working within and ultimately working through those extremities that Nathan found himself in a zone already occupied by artists, ostensibly speaking a very different language, but nonetheless coming to the same conclusions. Now Nathan records under the name Host, and I took the opportunity to speak to him ahead of his forthcoming two-day event, Black Mountain, his curated mini-festival of dark ambient noise and drone taking place in the Blue Mountains in New South Wales at the end of the month. To lead us in, let's listen to a track from the most recent host release, Star and System, titled appropriately, First Ordeal.
I'm Nathan, a performing host. Um, host, I guess you would say, is a, uh, loosely you could say, a bit of a noise, dark, ambient project, but um, often I find it morphing into other things as well. Sometimes I find myself more interested in the actual creation and experimentation process, so it becomes more of a, I guess you could say, a, a vessel for me just to, to play with technology, and, and a lot of that won't actually see the light of day. But uh, for the stuff that actually does seem to, to I guess, create a, a, another project, it's usually something in the, in the noisier, darker, almost sort of esoteric um, uh, side of uh, side of things. I've, I've been you know, performing music for maybe what twenty odd years now. Um, initially, I was um, yeah, playing, I guess you could say, black metal, death metal. Um, with that, I was uh, initially playing keys on an old, you know, Roland XP10. You know, you had your um, your choir samples playing that sort of thing. Um, and then I, I found myself switching to bass in that as well. Um, I think the main thing I did there, which a lot of people, if, if they're sort of interested in, in black metal, I guess the most prominent actor I did was a, a band called The Amenta, and I played with them for maybe um, six or seven years, um, and that was initially playing keys and then playing bass. Um, from there, I guess I sort of, I found myself, when I was doing The Amenta, what I enjoyed most was the, the sort of work where I found myself able to lock myself away. So instead of the... Um, the the, the, like the the group rehearsals what I found myself liking more was working on you know soundscapes or visuals and, and things like that and um, and then I found I guess from there um, touring getting tired um, I, I felt like okay time for me to take a bit of time out from music as well uh, my, my stamina wasn't really in the whole um, <laughs> you know the, the amount of work that was needed and then from there when I came back to it again it was okay what do I what do I really enjoy and it was I, li I liked the the liberty and the freedom of of working by myself and that's where I came back to starting to, I guess that's how I sort of fell into to starting the host project. The neon breeze on her cheek flickers on, off, on, in the rain. So uh, sound-wise, um, what I always liked about the Inventor was we were very much about um, not doing, not doing what the, um, I guess what was considered the traditional metal, and that would often a lot of people would would be very much against what we did because we weren't true, you know, tr a true metal act or a true black metal act, but we very much you know dabbled in electronics and uh, noise, and they were, they, they played played a played a, a big part of. Um, what we were doing, um, I guess, to go completely shifting away though from from you know something that's a bit of a hybrid of the two to, to one of the two. Um, I guess uh, I spent a lot of time, I guess, in the non in the non musical world, um, sort of working with you know fraternal uh, esoteric societies, and and through part of that, you'd be involved in a lot of I guess you could say uh, ritual performance and ritual magic, and and I sort of through that understood the importance of the actual the essence and the, and the greater picture as opposed to you know the notes or the, the sounds and it was more about okay i want to create something that is more about this whole greater this greater vision as opposed to writing songs and that's that that was what sort of felt like the the real shift over which is yeah no longer a yeah no longer a, a metal with a bit of noise in it it was i want to create something that actually creates an experience and something you can embrace Every spare space filled with televisions and 
lot of people are probably aware of them. The OTO or the you know, Auto Temporary Orientist was the, the organisation I was quite involved in at the time, and um, I guess people who, who who may read into the, the host titles and, and the and the words and things like that have probably already picked up on a lot of that. Um, and I guess that's another thing I sort of was involved in for quite some time. Still involved in the, the concept of the Lima, which is um, a, a big thing behind them. But um, again, one, that's one of those things I um, I felt as a vessel that wasn't serving what I was um, wanting to, to promulgate. Auto Templary Orientus or OTO is, um, is the most commonly known. I guess you would. The uh, most prominent figurehead who of that organisation was Alistair Crowley, and um, there, I guess you could say, uh, an esoteric society based, well, not based on Freemasonry, but if you're looking at people who may not be aware of it, it's sim- a similar sort of concept to that, where they'll have their systems of initiation. But it's all around the um, the the concept of Thelema, which is about uh, really, if you want to drill it down, it's to to free will and liberty and self-responsibility, and they're the the main concepts of um, of it all. And and how that's taught, it can be through um, you know, symbolism and allegory and experience. And, and that's yeah, the, the thing I sort of took away from that and, and try and put into each of my host performances and, and with the titles and, and things like that as well, which, again, it's one of those things where a bit tricky with, it, with an act that doesn't really have, you know, I don't have a lyric sheet, I don't have you know, all of that. It's, um, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a challenge to try and get inc- incorporate my sort of um, things I consider important into that. That's Nathan Jenkins talking about the ritualistic background to his work as host. I'm Stuart Buchanan, and you're listening to Out From Under, where we take a look at the vast gamut of experimental music created in Australia and all the wonderful contradictions that exist therein. We'll hear from Nathan again shortly, where he talks more specifically about his creative process, as well as the upcoming two-day event that he's curated titled Black Mountain. First, though, this is Nathan recording as host and a track called around your fucking neck.
if I feel like I'm entering into creating something almost in a formulaic way, it makes me not want to do anything at all. They're never me entering thinking, okay, th I have to write something dark. Often I'll go in and thinking, I don't want to write something dark. I want to write something completely different. And um, and the end approach is it does sound quite dark. And um, I, I guess the way I feel now is that's just me. Like I'm a I'm a pretty intense. Like as as a person, I know I can be pretty intense. I can be hard work, and um, and I think that comes across um, a lot in a lot of the sounds a lot of the sounds that I make. And um, yeah, so I, I don't by any means go in there thinking I I want to create something dark. But um, I'm sure everything around us, like you're saying, has a, a huge impact in, in what we create. And, and um, what I'm happy with, what I get, when I get to the end of something, I think, okay, this is something I want to, to get out there. It's generally something that has shifted me. So it, um, it comes back to any type of you know, ritual performance or anything like that where you're, you're doing it for a particular purpose or a particular mindset. Um, that is kind of the, the trigger for me to say, yep, this, is, this has worked. Um, with, with the music, I don't, I don't actually, when I'm creating, I don't think I need to do this to make it work. It's just, this has gotten me to the point that I feel like this has done its job. And that's sort of like the, the trigger for me to say, yes, it's something that I'm you know, happy with. When I, when I do get to the point, I think, okay, this is something I'm happy with and this is something I'm happy to, to get out there. When I release them, I, I don't think I'd love this person to be able to sit down and listen to it like a, a three-minute pop song or something like that. It's sort of one of those things that I'd like them to get to the end and think, well, like, you know, where did I go? That, that sort of thing. And the same with the live show as well, the same with the performance there. It's one of those things that it's more about taking... It's almost like making the audience part of the congregation as opposed to as opposed to just someone watching a show. They're there and they're part of it and they're an essential component of it. And when they listen to it, I, the same sort of thing. It's almost like... You're not just listening. You're you're part of it. You're, you're you're going along for that journey. If I have a piece and I've been sitting on it, if I've been sitting on that piece for more than a week um, after it's after I've initially considered it completed, it, it's pretty much a guarantee it won't ever make it beyond you know my studio. It's I find that if I do something, I have to if I set myself a I guess you could say a deadline or a boundary or, or some sort of some sort of um, limit. I I find that that helps me get it out there. If I don't do it and distribute straight away, I start second-guessing myself and putting more thought into it than is necessary and then I find I destroy it, and it or I just become not happy with it. So it's kind of like I have to give birth to it before, otherwise I'll just, yeah, it, it, won't, it won't survive.
the host live show is it's almost a different beast to the the recorded host um uh, recorded I'll be very much you know I'll be sitting in front of my computer doing you know being very precise with what I'm doing trying to get um trying to get everything as accurate as possible and and it all happens there it's all it's all in my head but the live show is almost a chance for me to do it a bit differently so it's kind of creating that same trying to create that same host I guess you say the host experience but um in a completely different way we're, we're very loose we have um the, well, I guess I, I performed once. Well, the first time I performed with um, Nick Reed, who is now my full-time live percussionist, um, with host, it was kind of a let's see how this goes, and it just felt like the most natural thing ever. So since then, we've we started doing that, and and what we find, um, I guess, probably the most challenging part from that is we're both from you know the traditional when it comes to live performance, it's about how technical you can you be. It's almost like a like a shield and a, a protection and you're using your musicianship and your technicality to sort of, you know, to cloak yourself. Whereas with the host show, we're both stripping ourselves down to doing as little as possible. And, it, and that's, that's really challenging and really hard. Um, but it, it helps us. It's exciting because it's something I don't normally do. And, um, and we, we also take the approach when, with our, our, I guess our rehearsals for the live stuff we've been doing. We, we keep those as minimal as possible as well because I think with electronic music it's very easy to get there with your, your samples or Ableton and loop stuff and I find that it's I get caught up in that a bit too much if I if I have the, that available to me that's what I'll do so we, we try and keep our minimal our rehearsals as minimal as possible we generally go into a, a live show thinking okay this is our structure like and we use a lot of hand gestures and things happening to sort of work out what we'll be doing and it's almost like a a, um, I guess you'd say like a live composition there as well and it adds a bit of excitement to, to playing as well because we really we've got a loose idea of what we're going to do but we don't know where it's going to end up and it's yeah that's sort of with the live show and with the um, the show we'll be doing at Black Mountain I'll be actually performing with uh, with a third member Tim P- Tim Pope who I used to play with in the Amento and he'll be um, joining us doing some strings and some making some interesting sounds from that as well so it'll be good to see how it turns out. Black Mountain is—it's uh, two days here in uh, in the Blue Mountains in Katoomba, um, in the middle of this month in June. Um, it's it's basically it's uh, it's a whole range of artists from different different sort of backgrounds. We've got you know power electronics, we've got dark ambient, we've got some you know noisy hip hop, we've got we've got a whole lot of um, different things happening. Uh, but it's an overall. I guess, you, you, as you would guess from the name Black Mountain, it's just a very dark theme. Um, I guess the inspiration of doing it, I've, I've, every year up here I'm always complaining that, that things aren't happening the way I want them to happen. So it's like, well, instead of complaining, let's just, let's just organise something and see how it goes. And, and to me, there's no better place than you know, the mountains in the middle of winter. It's a perfect place to have it. As for the, the lineup, there's a lot of people I'm excited about. There's a lot of artists I've played with before. Um, people like Abra Elhos I've played with numerous times. We sort of... Uh, we hooked up for a show in Melbourne once uh, a few years ago, and since then we've been doing a whole lot of different things. We did Adelaide Fringe last year together, and um, this will be good to actually um, play with him again. Um, I'm a group are headlining the Friday night. They're um, an actor from Melbourne um, who I've never seen live, but love their work. It's going to be great to see them. Um, we've got military position on the Friday night as well, which is uh, a solo project of Harriet from um, Armour Group. Uh, we've got a whole lot of mountains acts as well playing, um, and on the Saturday night um, we've also obviously got got hidden as first um, live performance, so that's going to be exciting.
I moved up here to the mountains maybe uh, I think about six years ago now and um, and that was timed really with when I um, started doing hosts and I think that was definitely a, a big part of that and um, whether that be the environment up here in the mountains or what I think it may have been more a case of was just getting away from old habits and old routines and you know, when you're in the one place doing the same thing and creating the same way with the same people, it's very easy just to keep doing that. Or, or not so much easy, it's very hard not to do It's very hard to actually stop doing that and, and move away. So it was definitely time with moving to the mountains. Um, of course, the environment does have a big big part of it, but I, I feel it was more so something that was always there, but having that separation and that change was a big um, trigger to allow me to, to actually do that. Yeah, but what I feel more is, um, I guess, you know, you can call it dark, but not in the negative or connotations you'd normally feel. It just feels a bit more a bit more natural and a bit less plastic. And um, it feels like things are a bit... You can focus on things that are a bit more important than, you know, your local 7-Eleven or catching the bus. And, you know, it just feels like, yeah, that what we'd consider dark or mysterious is just a lot more natural. Nathan Jenkins, a.k.a. host there, describing his world as a resident in Sydney's Blue Mountains, which also plays host to Nathan's upcoming two-day event, Black Mountain. More information about the event at blackmountain2016.com. Take us through the rest of this episode. We're going to hear a live set from host, a documentation of the first live performance of host as a duo. Nathan appearing here with Nick Reed on live percussion, recording at Sydney venue The Valve for a show titled Lunar Ritual. This is Host on Out From Under.
That's a live recording of a set from a host featuring Nathan Jenkins and Nick Reed. To find out more, find host on SoundCloud at host object. That's all from Out From Under for this episode. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as Out From Under Radio. And we're also on email, outfromunderradio at gmail.com. Always interested to hear from Australian artists working in this field. You can find previous episodes on Resonance Extra Mixcloud and on our podcast feed through iTunes. I'm Stuart Buchanan. I'll be back around again next week for another episode of Out From Under.